And now the podcast about a group of friends who had never seen Arrested Development and the one podcaster who had no choice but to get them all together. This is Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. This is the podcast where we talk about Arrested Development episodes that we haven't seen. We're catching up on them. And my co-hosts, Charlie, Gio, and Peter, we're all either watching Arrested Development for the first time or catching up on it, depending on who the person is. So, gentlemen, welcome back. Say hello. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good to have everybody back. And I guess without further ado, let's discuss what this episode is. So IMDB says, Michael delivers a speech about love that makes Marta realize she has feelings for him. George Michael realizes that maybe might not be his cousin. All right. So that's fair. There's a little more to it than that, but that's uh, pretty much the gist of it. So let's jump on in. Gio, what is your overall impression of this episode? Overall, I really enjoyed this episode. It had a lot of good good parts to it. it had Carl Weathers, it had Lucille Ostero, and it also had Tobias Funke. So it had a lot of people that were missing in other episodes, and I liked it a lot. Excellent, excellent. I'm glad you had an enjoyable experience. How about Peter? Peter, what were your thoughts? I also enjoyed this episode. It was pretty funny, and there was lots of points where the interactions were, were humorous, so I... I enjoyed it a lot. Definitely plenty of laughs to be had in this episode. And that brings us to Charlie. Charlie, what were your thoughts on this one? Hated it. No, I'm kidding. I also enjoyed this episode. I thought there was a lot of good banter. Definitely enjoyed it more than the previous episode. Yeah, there's there's more details to get into, but I figured I'd save it for more in-depth conversation. But yeah, definitely enjoyed this episode. All right, Charlie, since you're saving it for in-depth conversation, let's get to it right now. Charlie. Give us something in depth. So I really enjoyed um, the whole Hermanos <laughs> bit that was going around. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the fact that it was a giant miscommunication in which Michael really did think that she was cheating and up until the point where he's like grilling her. Like, yeah, I can't believe you would do that. You know, I thought you had like values and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah. I can't believe I invited you here. Like, I can't believe I did this. And it still didn't register until he saw the gift. And then talking to her son, he's like, wait, Hermanos, who's in there? It's like my brother. It's like Hermanos means brother. It's like, you idiot. Yeah, definitely like a, a classic sitcom trope with uh, the, a miscommunication that could have been easily clarified if someone had bothered to, you know, try communicating. But their miscommunication, their trouble is our entertainment. Yeah, definitely the hermano uh, issue coming up. Yeah, Spanish is Michael's downfall <laughs> yet again. The first time being when he accidentally kidnapped a person because <laughs> they couldn't understand them. And then this time, blowing his chances with the quote-unquote girl of his dreams. That was... They need to pay more attention in Spanish. Apparently in his Spanish business uh, lessons, the word hermano never came up. <laughs> yeah, lots of miscommunications there. Lots of uh, Marta. Yeah, because Michael really doesn't really share those values. Because if um, him and Marta were on the same page, he would have like just gone head first in. Oh, yeah. There's definitely not the same family values that he holds, that, that Marta holds. Let's jump over to Gio. Gio, what's something 
you wanted to talk about. I enjoyed uh, Carl Weathers. He he said his, his quintessential line, like, I got a stew going on. He said it like three times in this episode, and I loved it each and every time. He had a stew obsession, definitely. Yeah, definitely. T- Tobias asked Carl Weathers what kind of actor he was, and he responded with how to make good stew from grab services. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And then Tobias, I go to craft services, get some raw veggies, bacon, <laughs> cup of soup. Baby, I had a stew going. <laughs> uh, and then Tobias asking for his money back because he's not really giving them good advice for they have co- that for, dramatic for, music. Yeah, dramatic music, and Carl with his face is like confused, like what money. <laughs> Yeah, and when he's with Lucia Lostero later, and he's like, we're just two adults getting our stew on. Getting our stew on, yeah. Whatever yeah, that means. That Have sounds seen... disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah. that means. I was going to say, Gio must have been super excited when the two worlds collided of Carl Weathers and then Lucille Lostero. Thanks to Lucille number one, the mom, Lucille Bluth, trying to get them together. Well, that's true. Gio. What is your preferred pairing, Lucille Ostero and Buster or Lucille Ostero and Carl Weathers? I like Lucille Ostero and Carl Weathers because I like Buster's reaction to the relation. Well, let's talk about his reaction. What what did everybody think of that? My mom set up my girlfriend with a man. I'm a man. (laughs) (laughs) Our relationship doesn't work. Not as long as you keep getting me mixed up with your mother. No, it's exactly the opposite. I'm leaving my mother for you. You're You're replacing my my mother. mother. (laughs) You're replacing my mother. When they're at the party and Michael's like naming off all the pairs and he says, Buster and Lucille is like, don't forget my girlfriend. That's who I was talking about. (laughs) Why would he be talking about his mother? Gotta say Lucille Ostero, Lucille number two. Can't get confused. The chanting speech was funny too. It's like, speech, 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 but no one, (laughs) but no one in general. Speech. If you watch that, like Carl Weathers gets really into that. Like at first he's confused, then he's he's really like gung ho. Like speech, speech. One thing I wasn't sure if it was a reference to or not is um, when Lucille Bluth was inviting Carl Weathers to dinner. She opened it up with "Guess who's coming to dinner?" Which 100%. is hundred percent okay because that's a movie. That about That's where the Sydney a black Portier, person, right? Sydney yeah, Portier. a black person comes to dinner with a white family, and so I was just like, "Is that was that what alluding to what I think it was?" Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she is racist. I yeah. like the whole Lupe untie the balloons. <laughs> Let's see. I think that takes us to Peter. Peter, what did you want to discuss from this episode? I think it was intriguing how Michael again was still pining away. For Marta, I was a little confused because of the last episode or the couple episodes ago, he was like, I don't want to date anybody. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. But he liked Marta before that, too. But he was only stopping his feelings for Marta because she was with Job, not because of George Michael. But then we have the episode where he didn't want to date because of George Michael. And I know at the end, George Michael cleared him to like date so I was just a little confused by that dynamic but like Charlie said I just thought it was humorous the whole Hermano thing was just it just carried on and it was still gold every single time and they were like and he goes to try to they think it's someone that plays that's in her show and they go to the show and then there's brothers that are on the thing so when they ask for brother they think that like oh you want to talk to my brother my brother's over there and they go to that person oh you want to talk to my brother my brother's over there it just 
it just kept on going and going back and forth back and forth it was comedic gold so i did appreciate that did also you notice at the spanish soap opera the the guy with the red hair again yeah (laughs) and he was prepping for the show i don't understand the joke but i I still like seeing that guy keep popping up. And I also liked the beginning part where Lucille was tricked into uh, throwing a party for Tobias and Lindsay. And I, actually, I should say she was deceived because, like Michael said, he deceived her because tricked makes it sound like they have a playful relationship. <laughs> She's like, touche. <laughs> so it's like the family, the family dynamics was just on point, I think, for for this episode. I really liked it. Yeah, no, the interactions were all spot on i like how uh, back to our speech comment like job's the one who started the speech thing and then finally when michael's uh like i guess i'll speak and job's response is typical yeah (laughs) job also stole a page from lucille's book there for souping and listening into a phone call just like his mother yes yeah it's true he uh he learned from the best the woman like can i throw this yogurt out and lucille is like made the 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 funniest face with her teeth like like an (laughs) underbite I was like, what the hell's going on here? Is she getting a stroke or something? Michael's like, Buster, do this. And you don't want to take any chances with the yogurt, Mom. You should just throw it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> uh, let's jump back over to Charlie. Charlie, did you have anything else you wanted to discuss? The fact that Lindsay finally said she wanted a divorce was really funny. You've been waiting for that for a while. I have, because uh, it's just been itching. <laughs> but I like how it came after the speech, and Michael's just like, that wasn't the point of the speech everybody like misconstrued his speech yeah <laughs> yeah i also liked how like her her exit strategy was just to like ditch him like yeah, leave in the night. with his family and then yeah. he's like, you ha- and you have a kid and she's like oh she's part of the bolt strategy too i'm like really i'm like when she said that i'm like what are the chances that she would just completely forget about me like, her too. <laughs> like, i like her when she comes in and mentions like to george michael and maybe like maybe he's gonna go sleep in there and she said you're not in trouble we're all just gonna have a more normal arrangement i'm gonna sleep with my daughter and you're gonna sleep with my husband <laughs> yeah. i was gonna mention that i was gonna mention that. And then you got serious. Tobias like talking about his marriage. Like, yeah. <laughs> do, you remember the, do you know the last time we made love? No. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing in George Michael was like literally having a breakdown when when the Lindsay was talking about the changing of the sleeping arrangements. He was like, "No, you can't take her away from me." But trying to keep it under wraps and stuff. So that was and he thought they figured it out from the candy heart that got thrown at Tobias that said maybe yeah, tonight. the sign that he had to keep digging into <laughs> the candy to find because he couldn't. He didn't like the the answers he was getting the first few that he picked out. Another funny thing that I saw was like uh, when Lucille was seeing a Buster with a runny nose and she was trying to blow his nose and he, Buster's like, I can blow myself, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He must be pretty flexible if he can blow himself. (laughs) Oh, dear. Gio, did you have any other topics you wanted to discuss? I like the part where where Tobias was like, I think the world is going to fall about to fall in love with frightened inmate number two. (laughs) I thought that was funny. Not not a huge role, and they're going to fall in love with that role. And he goes to audition, and everybody looks exactly like him. Everyone looks like him, yeah. One thing I noticed is Tobias is a never nude. 
But how does he switch from jean shorts to jean shorts every day? He needs to be nude for a couple seconds. So he must do it in the dark. <laughs> I guess so. if you see his suitcase, it's filled with jean shorts. Yeah. Peter, did you have any other topics you wanted to discuss? I thought it was funny when, like Gio was saying, when he was going into the audition and all the other actors in the room like looked like him. So he was like wavering of confidence and then he was frightened. But then he was confident again, but then he was frightened by his confidence. I thought that was uh, humorous and maybe when noting the like the, the issues with her parents like she even called it out that he has like a was it, a big boy crush on action action jackson or something that's harder to say than it sounds with uh, his, jackson. his interactions with uh carl weathers i thought that was an interesting thing um and i think the cliffhanger was is maybe was maybe adopted or not was a, an interesting note to george michael got was getting his hopes up also and i don't think we clarified with the the, the whole marta thing is that buster jumped into the mix as well also falling from marta i was just about to say that so all three booth brothers <laughs> were pining after the same woman well actually i don't think Joe was necessarily pining. He just got possessive of it. I don't think he really cared about her, but... I thought it was funny that Lucia's home alone. She can watch whatever she wants, and she decides to watch Michael Blue Sr.'s video <laughs> You keep tapes. calling him Michael Blue Sr. It's George Sr. <laughs> Damn it! George Sr. That's what I meant. I thought it was cute that she, she had shown a little vulnerability when she was sad that Buster was moving out because she kicked him out. That she was saying how she was afraid to live alone because she hadn't been in the apartment alone. So I'm like, oh, that's a little sweet thing. But again, with all sensitive stuff with Lucille, it's kind of short-lived. But I thought that was interesting back to what you were saying peter about buster realizing that he's in love with marta it's funny like right after he has the realization he's the first thing he says is i've been dating an old lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry geo god damn it why are you gonna rag on the fuel Sarah for <laughs> she's the heart of the show the heart of the show <laughs> yes the heart that's what i'm talking about the, heart. the beating pulse the pulse <laughs> Don't, don't you forget it. Did anybody have anything else they wanted to discuss before we wrap it up? I guess linking back to what Gio was saying about Lucille listening to George Sr.'s infomercial, I thought that was a funny way to introduce it earlier in the episode when he was being like supposed to be like part of the celebration from prison and he was supposed to like give a speech for his daughter's anniversary party and then he just used it as an opportunity to have like an infomercial for his um, following of some sort of religious and whatever spiritual guidance or whatever i thought that was funny and the callback later on that it comforted lucille was interesting do you think he actually believes what he's trying to sell i don't know i kind of think he does just because he gives her the same advice of yeah. like you know the solitude you know being alone and stuff like that so i think he really believes what he's trying to sell but i don't know it's they're all a mess <laughs> it's, it's true <laughs> Uh, let's see, a, a couple uh, quick things that I had in this episode that hadn't been mentioned. I like when Michael's talking to Job on the phone, like when Marta's in the house and they're talking coy. And then in the background, you can see Job like 
running away on his scooter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny how they were like trying to speak in code because he knew that she was there. And so Michael was trying to go along with it. But Job kept on getting confused by the code language that he was already <laughs> putting through. So he was just getting confused. And he was, that was funny. Yeah, the negatives were like the false negatives. He couldn't he wasn't sure if they were false or real negatives. And then he talked about Michael having sex with four having sex four times. And Michael was like, No, four women. Four women. That, four that women, came back four up times. again. Yeah, and that one other little quote that I liked was when Lucille too was talking to Carl Weathers. She says, Do you like ham? And he says, No, I love it. And then it looks like she's about to get a touch of the dizzies right there when she starts chuckling at it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I thought I, I was like, "Oh, there she goes! There she goes!" <laughs> and Buster was getting mighty jealous. Do you want me to say a quote? It's an OG line. Everyone should know it. All right, say the quote, Gio. Let's hear it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's plenty of meat on that bone. You take this home, throw it in the pot, add some broth, a potato, baby. You got a stew going. <laughs> <laughs> and who said that? Mister Carl Weathers. <laughs> uh, one of your favorite gifts to share. Yes. Baby, you got a stew going. You got a stew going. Or just someone else getting our stew on. <laughs> Ugh, it sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to our frozen bananas. This is where we rate the episode 1 to 10. Let's start with Peter. Peter, what do you got for us? Overall, I really like this episode. I thought it was one of the strongest ones. I'll give it an 8.9. All right, very good, very good. Uh, Geo, what do you got for us? I'm going to rank this uh, an 8.6 frozen bananas. All right. Excellent. Excellent. And Charlie, what do you got for us? I got a solid 8.5. All right. Very good. And I'm going to match Charlie. I'll give an 8.5 as well. Solid episode. Lots of fun jokes. I love the Hermano through line. It worked for me. Yes, the miscommunications, the misunderstandings, uh, George Michael being creepy. It's, it's all good fun. All right. And next week, we will be discussing the episode Beef Consomme. So let's get to it. Gio, Charlie, Peter, thank you for your time. And I uh, look forward to chatting with you again next week. Well, you're welcome. All right. Go get your stew on, baby. Thank you. Bye. 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 Greetings and welcome to another episode of Popcorn and Ketchup. This is the podcast. It's not popcorn and ketchup. It's not popcorn and ketchup. Let's try that again. <laughs> uh, I that Way one to go, much. bud. All right, let's try this. Good thing Gio caught it, too, because, I mean, that would be funny if you recorded the whole thing and then you're like, I don't have the right episode. Let's try that again. Probably just used an old one. Yeah, anyway. easy enough. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Greetings and welcome <coughs> to me coughing. All right. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Pop. God damn it. Right. Let's try that again. Oh, man. Uh, ha- old habits die hard. All right. Here we go. <laughs>